Who are the new names on Boston College football that you're going to want to know about during spring football? We're going to look at who could be replacing some of last year's starters. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, this is AJ Black. I'm also the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. This is Locked On Boston College. We are the world's only daily Boston College podcast. We do this five days a week. On today's show, we're going to jump in and talk about spring football and some new names you're going to want to know about. We're also going to look at the practice facility. I'm going to talk about that, how big that's going to be for basketball. And we're going to get into the news and previews of the ACC tournament that's starting up today. We've talked a lot over the last week about the NFL Combine and former Boston College players as they make their trek to the NFL. We had Mitch on yesterday and we looked at uh, Zion Johnson and Alec Lindstrom, but who are the new names that you're going to want to know about? And Today's show is going to kind of talk about some of those newer faces, and I'm going to preface this by saying we're not going to really dive into the offensive line because I've already kind of talked about them specifically, but I want to talk about the other positions. We're going to look at who are some names that you might want to watch for who could end up either as a starter or the backup on Boston College's 2022 Too Deep. So the first one I want to bring up was an interesting name that came up during uh, last week's press conferences, and that's Xavier Coleman, who is a running back from Zanap, New Jersey. He's a redshirt freshman, and he looks primed to replace Travis Levy, who graduated this past season. Now, Coleman, he was a practice squad player for most of last year. I believe he played in a game or two uh, in spot duty. I know he was in the Colgate game. I remember seeing him play a little bit there, but... Uh, you know, he was kind of buried on the depth chart between Levy, um, Alex Sinkfield, and uh, Patrick Garwo. Now that Levy spot is open, and he seems primed to be the next running back, to be the third down back, or uh, just another back on that depth chart. Because one of the things I've noticed with Jeff Halfley is he doesn't throw kids out in front of the media that aren't primed to be take that next step, right? So... The fact that Coleman was there, and I, you know, I, I know he got a, a couple uh, practice squad players of the week awards last year too. I, I get this this suspicion he's going to be there right away. So Xavier Coleman is a running back you're going to want to need to know. Good size, you know, he's more the typical new BC running back. He's not a big physical back. He's more of a scat back. So you're going to want to watch for him now at the linebacker position. I brought this guy up a little bit over the last couple weeks. Um, so Boston College has lost Isaiah Graham Mobley, who was just in the draft at Combine over at Indianapolis. And who will be replacing him? I believe it's going to be Bryce Steele. Now, Bryce Steele was a four-star 2021 linebacker safety hybrid. He is the epitome of what you expect from a new Boston College linebacker. Now, if he plays, and I think he will, that gives you two linebacker safety hybrids at linebacker. That tells you what kind of speed... Jeff Halfley's looking at. And then you put your thumper in there with them. You put Vinny De Palma, who uh, was that, you know, he's been around for ages. He's a senior. He's he'll he'll be, he'll be the veteran there to go next to Steele and Cam Arnold. Now, Bryce Steele, a um, lot of lot of excitement around this kid. He's a four star for former South Carolina, South Carolina recruit uh, that committed to BC. Um, you know, he's you saw him a little bit last year. He started to play more and more. He I I have all the um 
the confidence in the world that he's going to be that next linebacker for BC. So he's going to be a name you're going to want to watch. So you see some younger guys. You got two redshirt freshmen. Uh, well, Bray Steele, I believe, is a, is a sophomore now, but you have a redshirt freshman, a sophomore. Then you look at the defensive tackle position, and it's not going to be a new name. So replacing TJ Ram will probably be Chibuzi Amuka. So that's not a new name to really get that excited about. So we'll just kind of gloss over that because we've talked about Boozy. You can go back in our archives and when he announced that he was coming back to Boston College. So get a little bit more depth there. The next position is the safety position. Mike Palmer graduated. Um, I know he was a hot and cold topic here. You know, either you loved him or you hated him. I thought he was a good team player. Obviously not the most physically gifted kid, but did the most with what he had. Um, and he'll be replaced. And my guess, based off the depth chart they have, it could be Jason Matry. But I've heard buzz that Matry could be going back to corner. You could see him going back to corner. Uh, you know, BC lost two cornerbacks. They're going to need it. You could see someone like Jamira Jones. He goes by Bugs Jones. He was a athlete from the class, of, again, 2021, from Virginia that committed to Boston College last year. He was on the two deep already last year. He's a big physical kid. Um, he really fits the, the mold of what Boston College wants as a linebacker. Good speed, good size, good physical player. And, you know, he would be back there with Jaden Woodby. But, um, you know, there's a million different things there. But ju just in general, watch out for Bugs Jones. I think he's going to be a name that you're going to want to watch for next year. That's the defense. On, on defensive ends, you got Shida Salah and Marcus Valdez. I think both of those guys are going to probably be the starters unless you see Donovan Azaraku or um, Nito Akpala jump up. And then at defensive tackle, it's going to be Cam Horsley and Chibuzi Amuka. So that, that combines all your defense. So you see some new names there. Now go to the offense, and it's a lot less. We talked about Xavier Coleman. And then at tight end, it looks like Joey Lucchetti will probably be the starter. But Joey Lucchetti went out of his way to praise Jeremiah Franklin. And I think there's going to be a need on this team for an explosive tight end. Joey Lucchetti is a solid tight end. And I don't want to downplay what he's able to do. But he is definitely, in terms of like speed and, and his ability in the passing game, a, a step back from Trey Barry and Hunter Long. I think that's fair to say. He'll have his role. He played very well last year. But could Jeremiah Franklin jump up? Could Charlie Gordonier jump up? I think it could be either. I Franklin seems like he, you know, he's an he's a uh, early enrollee. He's there uh, already practicing with BC. Um, so he, you know, if he's got the size and build, he could be someone who jumps up and plays early. I would think Gordonier's probably a bit of a lean, but if they're gonna go with like over the top talent, I mean, Franklin could jump him. You never know. So that's one position. And then the offensive line, I've already talked about this one ad nauseum. So if you haven't already known, there's, you know, Jack Conley, which I want to bring up just because if you don't follow Dave DeGuglielmo, the, the new offensive line coach for BC on Twitter, you're missing out on Twitter because he, in any sport, is probably the best BC Twitter account to follow. He has the most over-the-top BC recruiting pitches that are kind of corny but also absolutely hilarious and just way over the top. Um, well, he's coming up with nicknames for all of his offensive linemen. And the first one he announced was Jack Conley, uh, who, if you remember correctly, like played a little last year, really struggled. Uh, he refers to him as Cannoli, uh, which is an amazing start for a um, a name of an offensive lineman. If, if, if DiGuglielmo, he goes by Coach Googs on Twitter, comes up with some other great ones. We'll make sure to talk about him here because that's well worth the, the talk. So you have you have Cannoli, 
You also have Drew Kendall, who will most likely be center. Uh, he's already been talking to the media. I've posted a couple of his videos up. Um, he's going to be the center. You're going to probably see a few other guys like Ozzy Trapillo and Kevin Klein. I've heard both of their names. Uh, Trapillo sounds like he's moving over to tackle. Maybe you put Klein. Uh, Klein's huge, so I doubt he's going to be guard. So he'll probably be your other tackle. Uh, but you also have Conley. So there's going to be a big battle there. That's what I'm getting at. Um, so there's going to be a lot of different moving parts there. Now, the last position in terms of new names to watch for on that offense this spring is the uh, one of the ex-wide receivers. So basically what C.J. Lewis was for two years with B.C., Big, physical, wide receiver. And I think it's a guy that we've talked about ad nauseum here. It's Taji Johnson. He's a 6'3 wide receiver. If you haven't already checked it out, check out his work he did for the uh, for Black History Month. You get a really good glimpse of what he means and how he's a BC guy. It's really a good interview he did with BC Athletics. You can find it at BC Football um, on their Twitter. Uh, but he is a big kid. This is going to be his year. He's gotta, it's got to be his year. Um, he hasn't really had his chance yet. i got to imagine he's going to crack that too deep and take that spot. So that's just kind of a wrap up here on some of the new names because I know a lot of you want to know who's going to be jumping in. Who's some new faces that we want to know about? Well, I gave you about eight of them there. So check them all out. Um, I will make sure to continue to talk about what's going on at practice give you all the insight and information that you want to know about when you're talking about BC football. Now, in a moment, I'm going to tell you about BC basketball finally breaking ground on their new practice facility, and I'm going to explain to you why that's going to be game-changing for that program. But before we get into that, Stat Hero is everything. Man, do I love March Madness, and I love those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep or even won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Game Pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or even funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they have also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take them on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with sets of players you choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. The simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. It's super easy to start and a lot of fun. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So sign on right now at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% bonus deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on, promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Locked On Boston College your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Break Bracket Breakdown on March 14th right here on the Locked On Boston College podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. So make sure to check that. It's coming out on March 14th. And we're talking basketball here. Uh, Boston College basketball will be facing off against Pitt this afternoon in the opening round of the ACC tournament. As we said earlier on our site, this is the third matchup between the two teams with BC and Pitt splitting. 
both teams winning on their home turf. John Hugley, their big center, scored 32 points against Boston College the first time they played, but BC was able to limit him to nine points in that second matchup, winning and winning convincingly. Now, Boston College has not won an ACC tournament game in a couple years, and this could be the first big win for them and set up a good matchup against Wake Forest. Now, if BC was to win, that would start some momentum for the program. What else could bring some momentum for them is the building of the Hogue Basketball Pavilion, which is going to be used for the men and women's basketball teams. Now, Boston College for years has had basketball practicing in their power gym, which is basically, I wouldn't even call it a high school gym because that's an insult to high schools. It's like a middle school, like, you know, gymnasium basically it is connected to conti forum anyone can use it it's tiny it's you know you have to sign it out it's not what you would expect for a team that plays in the acc with all that media money well the whole basketball pavilion is an absolute game changer for boston college and their recruiting now we talked about this way back when they announced it i think it was back in july last year and many of you rightfully we're a little skeptical that this would actually happen. You want it, I, you know, the the famous term, I got to see the dirt fly. Um, well, the dirt's flying now because Boston College started working on it on March. The fencing began on, this is from their press release, fencing began on Monday morning to mark the start of the first phase of construction on the north side of Conti Forum. The main entrance off of Conti Forum off Cabelli Plaza will be replaced with a grand illuminated glass entrance and a new vestibule for greater energy efficiency. The project will transform Power Gym into a dedicated practice facility venue with a significant infusion of natural light and views to an and from campus. Transparency will connect across the gym into a new strength and conditioning space that will connect directly to the level below where there will be a sports medicine suite with hydrotherapy pools including an underwater treadmill, a nutrition center filled with daylight, and a space for team gathering studies and meals. State-of-the-art new team locker room, player lounges will be constructed, rebranded, and adorned with the history and spirit of the program. Wow. I, I need to get into one of these uh, hydrotherapy pools right now. I feel like that would be a great thing for after work, but that's just me and that. Well, anyways, what does it include? 2,200 2, square foot strength and conditioning center that opens to the practice courts. 1,400 square foot sports medicine center that includes a treadmill. 2,100 square foot lockers and a dedicated video room for scouting and instructions. Now, if you are listening to this and you don't know what Boston College has right now before this, you're like, oh, that doesn't sound all that big. This is enormous. This puts Boston College in a position where they can recruit against everybody. And I'm not just saying like local teams. I'm talking ACC teams. They're not going to recruit against Duke and UNC, but they're going to be able to get some of these more uh, local recruits. And so this fusing with probably the most excitement you've seen around Boston College basketball since the Jared Dudley days. And this can catapult a dead program into relevance again because I think that's what all Boston College fans want whether it's the students the sickos that have been talking about this they just want to see this program revitalized and that starts with winning but it also includes having the the structure to increase the um the infrastructure of this program which was absolutely putrid because you know this program for years was not even in the same stratosphere as other ACC programs. Last year, when Boston College 
fired Jim Christian and they were searching for a program, uh, a new coach, I guarantee you the lack of all of, like, basically the whole basketball pavilion was a mammoth uh, strike against them in terms of hiring a new coach. What coach would leave a solid mid-level program to go coach at BC, a program that doesn't seem to give a crap about, you know, the facilities or using the money wisely? They wouldn't. That's why you didn't see big names coming to Boston College. That's why you didn't see BC attracting major names uh, to take that position. It just, it didn't make sense. They didn't, there was no reason for them to leave. Now Boston College has that. They don't need to hire anyone because I feel like they've got a, you know, a solid coach right now in Earl Grant who showed this year that he can do a lot. But in the future, it's going to help him recruit. It's going to help him keep guys. It's going to help him get transfers. It's going to help everything about this program take that next step. And the fact that they've got it going now is very encouraging because, you know, a lot of times these program um, facilities, they take forever to build. They take forever to get accomplished. It only took them, I mean, you're talking about Boston stuff here, Boston permits, Boston zoning things. The fact it only took them what six months to get this going, seven months, eight months, is a is a uh, act of God because Boston moves at a glacial pace, and that they got this going now, that is a positive sign because now that they have it going, it can be used as a recruiting tool this year. It can be used to the next recruiting class if you're recruiting the class of 2023 the kids that are coming after the next group, you can say to them, hey, look at look at the, the renderings of what we have. Earl Grant can have these plastered up all over his office and say, look what's coming. We don't have it yet, but when you walk through that door in 2023 or, you know, the year after 2024, I don't know what the end date is because they don't have that announced yet. We will have a facility that is up at par with the rest of the ACC schools. And that itself is, is huge. So this is this was just a buried announcement. It was just on social media, uh, but this really is a, a game changer for BC. So a nice win on Tuesday, coupled with the breaking ground of the Hogue Basketball Pavilion, and you have some momentum heading into this off season. And as the 2023 recruiting class starts to get going. You might see BC in with some really interesting names, so check all of that out. In a moment, we're going to go over all the Boston College sports news you need from around the world, but I'll also talk about why Jaden Zachary was not on the All-ACC team, but this will probably be the last year that he's left off. March Madness is only a week away, and that means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you going for the best? We've done our homework here and we're running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pick X. They have options for editing scores and they offer more intel to make your picks. More stuff than you'll ever find on ESPN or CBS. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees, even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, 
create your own pool for your friends and family. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. Well, football season might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player prop, performance props to where your next coach might come from, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. Head on over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Check out Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. We're going to start diving into some of those news topics. Now, if you're this is your first time listening to Locked On Boston College, I always end the show with a, a segment that gives you all the like the little morsels and things about BC sports that don't take up a whole segment, but you're going to still want to know about. Now, the All ACC team for men's basketball was announced. On Monday, and no surprise, Boston College was not seen on any of the teams. Uh, there was no Jaden Zachary. There was, and not I don't. I understand this shouldn't be, but Quentin Post didn't make it. You saw guys like Armando Bacot and uh, Paolo Banchero obviously make it, and um, Alonzus Williams from uh, Wake Forest. Those guys were all there, but no Boston College players, which made me think. Will this be the last year in a while that BC has left off all those lists? And this includes like the all-rookie team, the all-defense players of the year. I mean, no BC players was on that, which was a little bit shocking for for defense because Jaden Zachary wasn't on there, and he was third in the ACC in steals. But I'm going to make a prediction here because I think Jaden Zachary is that kind of explosive player and showed it more and more as the year went on that next year with more even more talent around him is going to shine. And I think next year Boston College will actually get players on these teams. And I'm not saying they're going to be first team. You know, if you look at how they vote, you get the all ACC first team, you have the second team and honorable mentions. I think you could see Post and maybe even DeMar Langford next year uh get onto one of those teams. You could see uh you could see Zachary maybe on the defensive team as well. So I think this will be the last year. I, I, it's always depressing me because like, I'm like, oh, it's going to come out. And then it's like no one's on there because they don't talk about BC, which I get it. BC was one of the bottom teams. But, you know, I think next year, if BC takes that next jump, that will be uh, uh, I think this will be the last year you, BC is shut out in a while, at least under Earl Grant. And now I'd be remiss to not mention the biggest story on Monday that really didn't have anything about BC. But if you listen to this podcast, you know, I can link almost everything anything to Boston College. I, it's like a it's like a a stupid skill that I have. Like some people they're great at, you know, filing taxes or, you know, um, you know, fishing or golfing. I can relate any story to Boston College. So, on Monday, Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley was suspended for the year for $1500 in bets. So, according to him, that's what he said. Uh, that he made on NFL sports games. Uh, so these games included Atlanta Falcon games, which was ballsy, and it was made with a username that had K Rid in it, so C Rid in it, excuse me, which was also kind of ballsy. But you know, there was two things that I thought of when I thought of what happened here because you know he's suspended for the year now for something stupid. 
um, on not saying that the suspension is stupid. It's him being stupid because you have to protect the integrity of the game. Now, there's obviously other things that go along. Actually, I can make it into three things here. So let's let's talk about how I can turn this story about Calvin Ridley, Ridley into three different things about Boston College. Ready? Here's one. Uh, Stephen Ross also gambled on boss, uh, on NFL games, and we still have not yet heard about this because, remember, Brian Flores, Boston College linebacker, accused Stephen Ross of th- trying to throw games so that they could get a better draft pick. So there's one connection. Second connection, Matt Ryans, the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons, he loses his number two wide receiver, a wide receiver that was supposed to be the complement to Julio Jones, but now is kind of the complement to Kyle Pitts. So now Matt Ryan is again short another weapon, and he's going to be going into another year where he can't get out of his contract because he makes so much money where he's going to probably not have much to throw to. So there's my second one. My third one, whenever I hear anything about sports gambling, I automatically go back to the uh, Boston College basketball team that was throwing games for Henry Hill. So when you're talking about uh, sports gambling, in my brain, I always go back to that team that had Bruce Pearl and all those other players that were, you know, point shaving and, uh, and you know, doing that for the mob. So there you go. One story that had literally nothing to do with Boston College that I just gave you, like, I, I, I took that that skin and made it three different stories out of that. So three different ways that that Calvin Ridley story related to Boston College. How did you like that, huh? And my final little story and uh, news item has nothing really to do with a news item per se. It's just a be prepared. So if Boston College, Boston College plays today against Pitt, if they lose this game... I, be prepared for the transfer portal to start kicking up early um, because it's already hit, you know, all those teams that were out of tournaments already, you see like some of the lesser conferences are already done. Uh, you know, Sister Jean's team, you know, Loyola Chicago, they just punched their ticket. But those schools that are already gone, those players are already starting to hit the transfer portal. And believe me, I believe Boston College will leave, lose a couple this year. And you could probably think of who on that roster hasn't really made their mark or maybe underperformed or doesn't have a role, those will be the guys that you probably will see. And, you know, I don't want to give names because it's not fair of who I might think, but I think there'll be a couple. So keep your eyes open if BC loses next couple days uh, for some names to pop up probably on the transfer portal. All right. Thank you all for listening. If you have a moment right now, before I get into my, my plugs, go to Locked On Boston College on Twitter, uh, not Twitter, on YouTube right now, Type in Locked On Boston College. Hit that subscribe button. Do it. Do it. Do it right now. That would be a huge help for this podcast. If you enjoyed us, just listen to it on YouTube. It makes a huge difference for our podcast. The YouTube stuff actually helps more than listening to on Spotify or or iTunes. So if you've done that, thank you so much. And if you haven't and are starting to do it, I want to thank you as well. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at LockedOnBC or at AJBlack underscore BC. That's my personal handle. I'm the editor and publisher of BCBolton.com. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I enjoyed talking to all of you. We'll see you again tomorrow. We'll recap the ACC tournament, possibly preview another game, and get into recruiting news because it is recruiting wrap-up Wednesday, and I got a lot to talk about. Thank you all, and we'll see you all again soon.